You are listening to Breakthrough with Boris Joaquin. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Breakthrough at, with Boris Joaquin. And this is our Christmas episode. This is the week where we celebrate Christmas this coming Saturday. And I know we're all excited. It's uh, It's been a very tumultuous last two years. And we deserve this. We deserve to celebrate with our families, enjoy the Yuletide season, festivities, and come together. Hopefully, there won't be any major repercussion because people will be gathering in reunions, parties. And, and I do hope that the surge of the, the COVID-19, especially with the Omicron variant lurking in, won't, won't, uh, won't spell bad news by the following year. Uh, we pray and hope that 2022 becomes a, a good year for all of us where a lot of things goes back to normal. I mean, uh, there's a new normal, obviously. Uh, there's a new way of, there's several new ways of doing things. We are digitalizing in every possible way, regardless of the industries and the, our lifestyle and the way we, we do our work and the way we go on with our day-to-day living is definitely not the same anymore. But nonetheless, we pray and hope that people will still be safe and not suffer from this global pandemic that we have been in darkness for the last uh, 24 months. So this this particular episode, I'd like to focus your attention on, on the spirit of the season. One of the things that I like about Christmas is the are the, the things that We put together the bright lights, especially in the Philippines. You know, we have the brightest and colorful Christmas lanterns and decorations. It's probably been put up even before Halloween season. <laughs> yes, early as the Burr months, as the Filipinos would say. We start celebrating Christmas in a very festive way with our decors and our ornaments. What is your favorite Christmas decoration, personally? Well, mine is, it's not the Christmas tree nor the colorful lanterns. Mine is the, the nativity scene, the Christmas nativity, where you have the baby Jesus with, with his foster parents, Joseph and Mary, with the shepherds and the angels. And if you could put the North Star up there somewhere, I, I think that's the most beautiful Christmas ornament you can have in your house. And the reason I, I brought up the nativity, the, the story of the first Christmas, is because I think there lies the, the message of Christmas. Christmas is all about giving. If you, uh, a lot of you would probably surmise, it's all about giving gifts, buying gifts. It became commercialized over time, but it's all about gift giving. Uh, the nativity scene reminds us that at Christmas is indeed as the season for giving. And it all begins with that, with that very small scene in Bethlehem and on how it came about with the characters, with, with those people that gathered to visit Jesus. And um, that symbolizes and gives us the epitome of giving. And this episode is entitled The Genius of Generosity because if there's one thing that we need to realize or develop as an attribute in our lives is is the is the giving quality or the, the our attitude as givers because we are all meant to be givers i don't know if you figure that out but 
aren't you aren't you happiest when you give? That's the reason why it's more than receiving gifts. It's really like when you give something, and, and especially this this past few days, um, Typhoon Odette devastated several of our islands down south, and it's really a good time to give and show our fellow Filipinos that we care and we want them to celebrate Christmas despite the losses that they've had because of the typhoon. We're all created to be givers. Our creator, God, is a giver. And if we are created according to to his image, to his likeness, wouldn't you think that we are natural givers as well? It's part of our DNA. And in, in the in the nativity scene we see there the different levels of giving and we will see here the, the genius of generosity how god created the idea of being generous as the essence or the cornerstone of our existence where it becomes important for us to recognize now every person every persona that is part of the the, the, the nativity scene demonstrate different levels or types of giving like you have the magis and they gave gifts right they, they really gave physical gifts and and those and 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 those gifts represent money and right now we are living in that era of commercialization of buying and uh, selling and and using money as a way to appreciate to show our gratitude to express our love to other people so money is is really part of the genius of generosity and it's probably the barest or the minimum level of of giving if there's a graduate course of giving that's that's uh, grade one that's level number one and then we have the shepherds which is actually in my opinion it's a level higher than giving of gifts or giving up money because they actually gave their time think about it they were tending their sheep and it was it was a for them it's that's their livelihood that's really what feeds that brings food to their table and uh, they feed their family based on the income that they generate there their wealth and their their main source of livelihood are are the flocks of sheep that they that they take care of but when the angel of the lord appeared to them they were willing to abandon them and just rush towards the manger they left their livelihood. They were willing to, to give their, the gift of time because they are to worship the Savior, the wonderful Messiah, the Prince of Peace. I believe that time is more precious than, than wealth or money because time is something that we never redeem. We, we lose money and we, we get to earn it back. But when we lose time, we never get to redeem it, especially if we waste our time not spending, not spending it with our, growing, with our kids who are growing up. We miss that period in their lives and we would regret it. So it's a level higher than, than money. And then we have Joseph. Now, if you know the story of Joseph, when he found out that Mary was pregnant and, and the baby wasn't his, um, to save face, he was willing to just quietly walk away. And then the angel appeared to him and said, the, the, the baby in Mary's womb is the Son of God. Joseph went back, re- reunited with Mary and, 
And I think that's the gift of reputation. I mean, when you're willing to give up your reputation, your, your image, your, your, um, how other people perceive you, or um, your PR, <laughs> so to speak, in this day and age, in this digital world, influencers or our influence really matter to us. It's probably one of the, it's probably more important to us. And that's probably what generates wealth. And uh, it's the one that probably affords us to, to have extra time. Otherwise, we'll be working day and night just to be able to make both ends meet. So our reputation is very important. Our credibility is very important. Nowadays, it's, uh, people protect that for whatever uh, whatever it takes. Joseph gave that up just to be, just to be the earthly father for the Messiah, for Jesus. And of course, a level higher is, is what Mary did, right? Mary basically, you know what she gave up? She gave up her future. When the angel appeared to her and, and told her that that's going to happen, and she knew that the, the political and social climate of, of the society where she lives in, that, that was kind of dangerous to actually be, uh, to be pregnant and not knowing who the father is or not being able to explain that. And, and the very words that she uttered when the prophecy or when the message was announced to her, she said, be it unto me according to your will. That's, a, that's surrender. That's the gift of surrender. And she's surrendering her future. And one of the greatest gifts that we can, we can give is the gift of future, the gift of of knowing what could happen next, knowing that it builds up somebody else's future, it builds up our future, our... And that's what she sacrificed, and that's what she put at stake at that particular moment. So you have that build up from giving your money to giving your time to giving your, your reputation and then giving your future. And then we have Jesus Christ, who's the Son of God, who chose to be like one of us. He's 100% God. He's also 100% man. And then he was born in a measly manger in poverty, just like, just like most of the people on planet Earth. And then eventually, you know what the, how the story goes, right? He was a sacrifice for the sins of mankind. He gave up his life. The Bible says the greatest gift that anyone can receive is for a friend, for someone to die for their friends. And Jesus just did that. And that's why we find liberation and salvation because He has sacrificed His own life for us. Sinless, worthy, a sacrificial lamb. And, then I, and I thought the, the graduate course of giving ends there because that's that's the biggest sacrifice that you can ha- that you can give, but then I realized that God, the Father, actually did give the greatest, the highest level of giving. Did the highest level of giving? He gave his most precious possession, his one and only Son, to the world, because he loves us, because he loves mankind, he, he loves humanity, and I thought that. That was, wow, that, that was a, 
wonderful realization for me because I have two daughters. And, and, and I don't kid you. I mean, if I'm caught in a very awkward situation at, at gunpoint, uh, I mean, I could probably give my life to any one of you. I mean, if, if, I have, if I have little choice and if I have to step up or some sort, but I probably would not sacrifice any of my children for you or for anyone else, even for myself. I couldn't do that. That would break my heart. I'll probably do everything to protect them, to keep them safe. So I hope you see it there in the nativity scene. The next time you look at the Christmas decor that features the baby Jesus, Joseph, Mary, the shepherds, the magis, and uh, Bethlehem and the manger. I hope you remember the genius of generosity that God created in that, in the very first Christmas story on how we should exemplify the genius of generosity or the acts of giving. It comes in layers and levels. One is higher than the other. And we don't necessarily complete that because we always fall short of one. And like what I said, we, I mean, even if you could, even if you're like a mother, Teresa, who gives your, your life to, to serve others, you probably can't give your most precious possession if there's something in your life that's, that you really hold dear. It's hard. We, we fall short to that graduate course, but that's the journey that we take as givers. If we are to be generous during this time of season of giving, if we are to live our lives the way we are destined or created to become, we, we are to go through those graduate course levels of giving. We need to understand that we need to outdo our efforts to give money, our efforts to give our time, volunteerism and all that. We need to see how much of my reputation really matters to me. How much of it could I really sacrifice? How much of my future could I really give up for the sake of my loved ones and other people whom, whom, whom I could serve because of the choices that I make? And could I really give my life to someone, to a friend? And could I give my most precious possession? That, my dear friend, is the genius of generosity. And that's the genius of Christmas. It teaches us not just to be givers, but to be, to be generous givers of our lives. Only then can we truly transform ourselves to the kind of people that God wants us to become. So the next time you wrap your presents, the next time you give your gifts, Think about what else can I give? How, how high can I go? How generous can I be? And with that, I would like to greet all of you a blessed Christ-filled Christmas.